three, two, one, and yeah, welcome back to the people of culture. Mm-hmm. Me and my posse here today are going to be coming at you live, talking about some topics that's going on in the African American communities. Yeah, I really feel like you should be doing impersonations. You're so good at voices. That was uh, what's his name? Tarantino. I still ain't seen that clip because I refuse to. Because like after you told me, I was like, I know I'm a cringe. I'm a cringe. So that should have went on the code switching episode. That should have went, went on the code switching episode. Should have posted. Just posted. Just put it in there <laughs> as an example. Nah, nah, because this gives people that didn't see that episode a chance to go back and see it. Yeah, but anyways, uh, yeah, we're we're back again, and who who it is. Who 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 it be? I'm gonna do it first this time. I'm um I ain't gonna do it first. I don't know what I'm gonna call myself. Uh, so yeah, who wanna go first? Well, nobody cares what we call ourselves. We only care about what Swerve calls himself. I don't know, man. Um, I'm I'm swirling the magician. Swerve to the swirling. Swirling. Doctor Swerve. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. I got you. We're going to call you, uh, like, uh, I don't know. SwervisCon? I don't know. What you say? SwervisCon. I don't know. The Swerverine? Oh, Ricky Swerve. Wait, did I think Swerverine before? I feel like I did that. DL Swerve. Oh, wait. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a newbie in history month. It so, is a month. So let's call him thing Swerverick Douglas. The artist formerly known as Swervana. Uh, Swervical Jackson. What about Swervesk? The first... Wow. Swervesk. Bizarre Adventure or is Jojo Swervana's Adventure? I'm in Swervesk's and Yasuke. The Samurai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Detective. Uh, Swervesk Fiasco. Luke Swervasco. Swervy Jackson. Swervy Jackson in the morning news. That's what it sounded like. It's Swirl Sharpton. Who are you? Uh, does it matter? They don't care about me. They care about Swerve, bro. Whoa, bro. Say your name. Say your uh, name. They bro. care about Swerve Moon. Don't make me Destiny's Child. You say your name. Oh. Uh, the famous Jess Jackson. <laughs> That's funny. You wild. I'm a... Uh, Commodington Coke Factory. Anyways. See, so. it don't sound good if you don't say Swervington Coke Factory. <laughs> See, it just sound better when you just say square to it, huh? We're back again. Uh, we're going to hit y'all with an episode where each of us have picked a person. Oh, somebody's joined us. Yes, he went to hang out. Cool. We've uh, each picked a person who we would like to present to you of who we think has helped out the African-American, black, Negro, Afro-American, we still haven't decided what we are yet, uh, culture at some point in time with us. So who wants to pop off their person? Well, I'll start mine off. All right. I'm going to highlight a motherfucking living legend, a goat. Uh, inspiration, an icon, 
uh, a Christ-like figure sent down from the heavens to inspire people. Y'all gonna love this. It's a woman, feminist, pussy wet right now for this one. But my shout out for this month. Are you saying your pussy wet right now <laughs> nah, for this one? Feminist pussy. Oh, I thought you said your pussy's wet right now. Nah, man, the feminist pussy. I was wet. really confused. Like, like honoring a woman, a black woman, a beautiful, beautiful black woman, physically and in, inside and out, none other than the great Asada Shakur. You know what I'm saying? Who? Asada Who? Shakur. You know what I'm saying? Now. If you know that name, you know you might know it sounds familiar. She is Tupac's ain't it? You know what I'm saying? So his whole family was full of legends, but that's another story. So Asada Shakur was a real Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? She was with the cause. She was helping with community programs and whatnot. Um, and then of course, uh, the Cointel Pro program, which man, that's probably a whole other episode. The Cointel Pro program. Give us some, give us some cliff notes of it. It was initiated by the president. You know what I'm saying. Um, basically, it's it was its goal was to. And this is in writing. This is actually in in writing. You can Google this. Just Google Cointel Pro. Their initiative. Their goal was to prevent the uprising of a potential black messiah and to 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 quash any uprising and movements that would lead to like the liberation of black people. So they did this by putting agents in the organizations and going real covert with it, real tactical with it. Because they, they said that black independence was the, the single greatest uh, threat to the internal security of the United States. That was, they was really, and to this day, a horrified of the idea of black people getting their shit together. But um, so Cointel Pro targeted Asada Shakur and kept getting her tried for various crimes, which she kept beating, of course. So um, one day, she and her cohorts uh, of the Black Liberation Army were uh, in New Jersey and got pulled over by some police officers and uh, a shootout ensued. A side got shot and a couple cops got shot. A couple of shots came up dead, you know what I'm saying? So um, she actually got found not guilty for a lot of those crimes, but she eventually was found guilty for the murder of the two police officers, the one or two police officers. So she was sentenced to prison. Um, so that's where she was. And one day, Black Panthers, armed Black Panthers, walk straight up to the prison, walk straight into the prison, and walked out with a side of Shakur. And nobody got hurt. They don't know how the fuck they did it, but they walked in there, got a side out of, out of the jail, and walked her smooth out there, and got her on a boat, a plane, or whatever, to Cuba. And that's where she is to this day. And she remains on the top 10 most wanted fugitives of America to this day. Obama even reached out to Cuba during his term and reinitiated that. It's like, hey, we ain't forgot y'all still got Asada because this happened in the 70s when she uh, when she ran off to Cuba, you know what I'm saying? So she got away with, uh, you know, some crazy shit. So, you know, I just think she's an inspiration to other people. She was very fearless. Um, y'all should look up, check her out. She's uh, wrote books and things of that nature. Um, and I just want to segue that into the fact that, again, she is Tupac's auntie. Tupac's whole um, family is full of like outlaws and 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 real freedom fighters and whatnot. So, um, and Tupac, you know, he was raised by the Black Panthers, and his mother, Afeni Shakur, 
if y'all don't know, she was uh, trumped up with a bunch of charges as well. She had, like, she was facing, like, 99-something years in jail. His uh, mom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she was also a Black Panther, too, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a Black Panther, too. And uh, she was actually pregnant uh, with Tupac while she was in jail awaiting trial. And she went to trial for all them crimes and represented herself. Didn't even have a lawyer and got off on all of the charges. So Pac was in her belly while she was doing all this. So, you know, he, he was naturally, you know, just going to be... You know, a real rebel type dude. So, um, and he he grew up, you know, a child of that. And one story I like about Tupac is he also had a run in with the law. Yeah, uh, he was. Um, and this is how you know he's a real dude because he was already an established rapper and whatnot. He was in Atlanta riding down the street like on Halloween night or something, and he saw two white men uh, harassing a black man. Didn't know shit about this black man. Didn't know shit about the white dude. Hopped out the car. And pop, pop, shot the ass. Shot one in the ass, shot one in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so come to find out, those two white men were undercover police officers. Uh, well, no, no, say they were off-duty police officers. Um, so, you know, he didn't know he had shot the cops, but come to find out, he shot the police. So, um, but he ended up going to court and come to find out the the weapons that them, uh, the cops was using were confis- they were stolen from the uh, confiscation room. So pretty much... They let Pac off because the cops were dirty. So he shot the police and got away with it. Not only that, I think, if I remember correctly, I think they were drunk. Yeah, yeah. They were drunk, too. They were drunk off-duty, and they were, like, fucking with somebody. Yep. And then Tupac shot him. Shot the fucking police. Off, just off the strength. Off the strength. That there was a black man getting fucked with by these, uh, you know, these races. So, yeah, it's just a stand-up dude. Of course, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. So, shortly after that, well... America's most Y'all know wanted, the story. If you don't, wanted, boom. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just go ahead and say it. After America that, bold, they trumped up bold, the rain charges on Tupac. Bold. They said he, uh, he, he sodomized that girl. Uh, sodomized? They said, yeah, they said he sodomized her. You know what I'm saying? That's extreme. Right. And, and, and you know, that's a whole other story. I think sodomized uh, in law could mean several things. Oh, well, either way. I don't think it's, like, as extreme as you think. I think it's actually more of a vague term. Okay. Hmm. Is it, like, penetration or some shit of any type? Yeah, um, like, I think, like, look it up real quick. I could be wrong, but I think, like, being sodomized whatever else could mean, like, finger or whatever else. Like, I don't think it's not, like, I'll look it up. Took, keep, like a, keep going, though. It's like he took uh, a plunger and just shoved it up there or something crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up, but keep keep, keep talking, <laughs> uh, like keep going on. Yeah, so I was gonna say, so you know, they they trumped up the uh, rape charges against him, and basically just said that you know he sodomized this young lady, which wasn't the case, of course. They uh, see on the on the floor, she gave him head on the dance floor. You see, and, like it's nothing too crazy. Oh, got you, got you. I mean, that's about what I was thinking though. Yeah, but like some people, when they think of that, they just think it's like it could like. I thought it was anal- Shit. See, when you think of that word, you think it's like something way more drastic. That's why I was like, nah, I, I don't thought, think it's that I wild. Sorry, just meant he, you know. Hit up, hit in the butt. You know what I'm saying? No, no, it's it's actually way more vague than that. So it's 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 just like using that word, like Solomon Gamora. It's anal or oral. Mm Mm-hmm. That's about it. Oh, okay. Involving anal or oral. Okay, so basically anything except actually having sex. This term is buggery. (laughs) I don't know why it's so buggery. It has to be English. Buggery. Bugger. Anal and you ready for some bugger? (laughs) Some buggery. Some buggery. But yeah, oh, they do oh, say they do oh, say bugger off. Don't oh, they? they do say bugger. Oh, bugger. oh, bugger. Oh, bugger wow. off. It sounds like an ass fucker. 
ass fuck off. <laughs> that's that's weird. Yeah, man. So that's that's my highlight. Tupac Shakur. Start saying y'all uh, so buggery about things. Tupac Get also it? helped bugging. establish a gang. You bugging the Bloods and the Crips in L.A. Hold on, hold on. Run that back. Tupac, what? He helped establish a gang truce between the Bloods and the Crips in L.A. He wrote like a peace treaty. Uh, anybody ever listen to that album? Cold, thug life. Any anybody? Uh, so you telling me Westside Connection? Anybody ever listen to the album mm-hmm. The Bloods and Crips had? No, that was in the nineties. Y'all never listened to it? Oh. What was it? Uh, what was it? It was like Blood Super Love or some shit. It, it had a, you know, they had an album. Like Blood and Chris had an album together after that. I mean, they do need to come together more. I, I don't think it's nearly as bad nowadays. And you see it a lot more in Hollywood. I hope nobody's still dumb enough to be like, Territories. why is the game hanging out with Nipsey Hussle? Last now, I now, checked, Territories in Chicago was pretty bad. It's such a dumb thing. Like, look at you, you lab rats. Mm. You're talking about owning the streets, but you don't. <laughs> you don't own those streets. Somebody else does, and you just walking on borrowed space. You don't own shit. You own it for a certain time until they throw your ass in jail and some guy tries to take your manhood. Anywho, so who are we moving on to next? Who's the next person? You. Me or you? It's you. We'll go down. We might as well because at this point, yeah, it's, 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 it's a crossfade. So he just went Shakur, Shakur, and he went from basically activist to rapper slash activist. I'll keep the trend going. Talk about Danny with McBride. Uh, West. Danny McBride. No. West we will not slander his name. West. I pick a person of influential... We got Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. West. African Americans, and I pick yeah. none other than the revolutionary. Yeah. Fuck your feelings and how you feel, Kanye West. Here's why. I see what Kanye West is doing, even to an extent that a lot of other people do not see what Kanye West is doing. And it's a very simple concept, but it is a very intricate process. Not only does it take a bunch of time, but it takes a bunch of planning and effort. Thanks to Kanye West, he actually kind of sort of broke BT cycle. The cycle I mentioned before in the last few episodes of the, the hijacking that they did from when they took something like gangster rap in his early years to tell the story of what people went through and the environment that they were shoved into till it fast forwarding and getting glorified later on in the years in the late 90s, early 2000s. Take- and he took a different spin on it because he came out at that time and he it was a disruption. Like, I feel like a lot of people want to overlook this. When Kanye came out at the time, everybody was wearing baggy clothes. Everybody had a vet. Like, it was, it was almost normalized and commercialized to look thuggish for everybody. And Kanye came out with these bright ass colors, wearing these polos that, what did they say? Oh, that's white people clothes. (laughs) And now you look at us, we're wearing button up shirts, we're bright, colorful, you know? But before that, everybody's wearing baggy shit, do-rags, especially especially the New York style, where everybody had the the fucking fur around the hood. Don't act like y'all forgot. Yo, that's still hard, bro. Don't act like y'all, don't get me wrong, I still go hard, shout out to Bane. Dark Knight Rises made that shit look pretty cool. But um, <laughs> Kanye came out of the time period and he disrupted that. And he was like, I'm going to show you that you can go hard in hip hop and you can still somewhat be true to yourself. You don't have 
to do that. Because so many people wanted to be a drug dealer at that time. So many people, and like, I'll be honest, even me, at that impressionable age, I was also rapping about shit that I don't do. I don't yeah, yeah. sell guns or drugs or anything like that. He sells guns. I don't sell guns. He, he does sell guns. guns. I don't sell guns. I don't even have one myself. I saw so, my AK. Probably. Yeah, but like, you're but you're not a consumer though. You're not a consumer though. I'm not. You sell to the consumer. You're I, smart. You don't take your own product. I sell guns to the community. Like, no. What are you about me, Black John? At that point in time, where everybody was coming out and they were trying to, you know, rap about, you know, I do this, I do this, I be here in these streets, to the point where some people started doing it just so they had the street cred to validate, and they didn't have to lie anymore. Mm-hmm. And he came out, and what a lot of people also overlook is at that time period, at the very beginning, college dropout, things like that, he was putting in special skits that were related about college, trying to get more people into college. It's a very thin reach, but I will credit some of the reasons why black votes went up. Not black votes. Black attendance went up in college to Kanye West. I mean, it's true. Reach. It's not a reach. It's not a reach. It's not Kanye a reach. Kanye West started making niggas go to college. Yes, it did. Kind of did. Yeah, it did. It's a combination between Kanye West and Obama. So uh, but who look. who helped? So who was the who was the first major force to put Obama in office? Kanye. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was. He was. You forget that they Common they're from the same city. No, he. Nobody cares about Common. You keep talking him up. Nobody cares about Common. I'm sorry. Stop. Stop. Stop making him sound like this person. And Diddy right? made niggas vote way harder than Kanye. Who? Diddy made niggas. No, Diddy's the devil. Once again, nobody cares about Diddy. <laughs> right then. No, 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 no. Vote, no, vote guy. No, but we ain't talking about voting. We're talking about going to college. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Kanye did all that. Stop, stop discrediting him with like, discreditable don't forget, people. Don't forget, like Kanye. No, Kanye did know Obama right before he went to office. Like, they're yeah. both from Chicago. Like, don't forget, they're both from Chicago. Yeah, well, he lived in Chicago. Obama lived in Chicago. Yeah, he did. He knew they, they was they they knew each other as a. I know that nigga. I was in the same room with that nigga before. No, but like Kanye really like championed. Oh, that, but you also got to think. You also got to think. That's before. That's before. Remember how we wasn't gonna make this a debating episode? It's what what happened? Not, it's not a debate. Let's like, rewind it back to. Like, I really don't think is, Kanye had nothing to do with that shit. He, he really don't want to. He don't want to Kanye out. Kanye, 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 Kanye bro. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye did. You can't name that nigga that went to college for fucking Kanye. Like nigga, like come on. Kanye didn't have no major. He dropped out of college. That was the whole thing. He dropped out of that And shit. it made people so, want to go from this mistake. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that means nothing. And like, I you also to have to understand, how can, how can we sit here? Like, like, <laughs> well, well th- think about how this sounds. It makes sense for me to say, oh, there's a subliminal message to make me go out here and buy this bag of chips. But then all of a sudden it's preposterous whenever Kanye West has albums called College yeah, Dropout. Yeah, yeah. Now it wasn't about it, going to it, college. College Dropout. Graduation. The title Graduation, like late registration, and the skits. And the skits. Did you want the you want y'all, the put me, y'all put me in the basket. Da, 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 da. Where's the thing? I've said it's not going to be on your nose. Because guess what? If it's on your nose, what did we just talk about? Being smart is not popular. Kanye, Kanye is the reason why gangster rap wasn't in the forefront anymore. Yes, Kanye killed yeah, gangster rap. He did that. He did that. Kanye killed gangster rap. Kanye made people's fashion change to where you wouldn't always be wearing baggy shoes. George Bush doesn't care about black people. He did all of that. Kanye brought a lot more awareness. He did a lot of shit. But like I said, niggas go to college, bro. Yeah. He changed the style of hip hop, made it more where you could be an individual and wear what you he want. Made he made it to where you could be more of an individual. Like Kanye, Kanye's done a lot of he like made, he, he took the F word out of rap. He's he's took a lot of chains off. He did. Yeah, he did. 
He said it. He was the first one of the champions. Like, bro, we don't need to be saying that. That's really homophobic. Man, I don't know. About he that. did. Bro, you can go back and look at it. Like, he said it in interviews and stuff. Like, Kanye. Bro, just called somebody a faggot like last year. Who? Purple hair got them faggots playing on your back. Yeah, but Kanye is the reason why a lot of other rappers don't do it. Like, Kanye was the one that was like, yo, we well, need to cut really this out. saying faggot like rap anyway? Absolutely. Yes. Give me two lyrics. Uh, no, that's crap. That's crap. Not gonna, not gonna quote it. no lyrics. You can't do it. I can't give you lyrics, but I can at least, so give, Tyler you, I can Crater. least give you two rappers right off the top of my Tyler, head. And okay. none of them was Tyler. I'll give you him. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Uh, I can Soldier Boy. I go on the way back Soldier to, Boy. I go on the way back to uh, uh, What was it? What's the Soldier Boy? The, the song no. with Bow Wow. Literally, I can go back to KRS1. Huh? All the way back then. No, I, I, that was a different era, bro. Okay, no, no, no. What about with Soldier Boy? Uh, the song with Soldier Boy, Marco Polo. I don't know. Where he's like, your girl rub on my abs, your boy is a. He said it. That's Marco Polo. That's like 2010, 2008, or whatever. He wasn't saying it insultingly. He was saying, but he was he still kind. He said he was a faggot though. So how does that how does that insult? He was like, no, he did, no, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, never. No, he was talking about. He was like your boy, as he's talking about like the girl's boyfriend. Yeah. Oh no, man. Wayne did say it a lot though. Wayne said it a whole lot. I don't remember him saying that shit. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you wild. You tripping? You bugging? <laughs> yeah, you bugging. You tripping, bro? You're bugging. Okay, but um, no, Kanye. Kanye's done a lot of like Kanye's done a lot as far as like trying to show black people you are more than stereotypes. Even in things that are unpopular, he's still showing that you don't have to be put in a box just because you're black. You don't have to be a Democrat. And I think all of it is just for the overall message of showing you. Yo, think for yourself. Don't let anybody tell you you are talking white. Don't let anybody tell you that you are dressing and white. You ain't going to talk about all, about how he's trying to get one of the amendments away because it was pretty much saying they could be slaves. That, like, and then keep going. The, the fighting for uh, um, the unrightful imprisonment because imprisoning, like he was like, we need to change a lot of these prison laws and stuff like that towards black people because it hurts them. Kanye, not only that, and, he's and around he, Chicago about that too. And he talked about a lot of like school uh, changing and stuff. And he's been saying that a long time ago because he was talking about that before Jesus. Chicago is literally um, was, Gotham. He brought and he brought a lot of like he brought a lot more uh, sight towards hip hop and contracts about what rappers are in. Not only that, because Kanye even himself signed a contract where he can literally never stop uh, uh, making music. Now hold up. Hold up. I'm going to say this right here. He Kanye, did. He, that's true. Kanye is one of the... I'm going to bring up one of those uh, rap versal videos. Um, it's going to be titled Kanye's Kool-Aid. So, listen to this. You're telling me Kanye had zero involvement in blacks, black attendance going up in education. Zero involvement. At this point, it's an insult to the man's artistry. Do you know that they literally his contract states this, and it's illegal, by the way. This, this is illegal. Is proven. You and cannot do this. He signed it in New York, and it's legal in New York. You, it's you, you cannot do this, and, and they're trying to fight it right now in court. His contract literally says you cannot quit music <laughs> for it, and because, it's, it's legal in New York because he signed it in New York. Because any other contract, and once you think about it, any other contract when it comes to employment. Specifically employment, no other thing. When it comes to employment, there always has to be a time. It has to be, this runs out in blankety-blank years, months, whatever. Now, what they call it, uh, I, think it's the, I think it's like the California seven-year rule, 
it's supposed to be the max amount of time that an employment contract can last is seven years. That's the max. Because imagine this. Could you imagine if you signed a contract as a construction worker to work for the next 30 years of your life? Could you imagine by contract, you signed it. You got to go on site at almost 60 years old and put a hard hat on. And you're like, bro, I'm literally too old to do this. And they're like, well, but you signed this paper, though. And like 2019. So that's why that's why they have these rules in place where you can only do a max of seven years. Kanye's has a loophole in it to where he can never quit. It says it's something along the lines of like, like they didn't even put a year in it. They didn't put a, a time gate in it. It's something along the lines of like you have to make music your primary occupation. And you can do other things. But music always has to be the forefront. You can never stop doing music and you can never let anything else take priority over music. That is his contract. That's fucked up. And like, at the time, I guess he didn't think about it because nobody thinks you you literally expect me to work forever. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. thinks, like I said earlier, if I'm a construction worker and it didn't have a time period in it, it didn't have a year in it, I wouldn't expect you to think, oh, well, you know, we're just going to call him back when he's 80. Like, I wouldn't think that. Kanye literally cannot stop making music. Do you t- what the fuck did this company see to where they fucked him like that on this thing? And things he's still getting paid. But what Kanye even said, "You doing contracts with me? You know you can read." They they recognize his genius and they're like, "We gotta have this nigga forever." I'm telling you, bro. He has he had some kind of impact in boosting black education. I don't know about all that. I'm telling you, bro. Oh Maybe God. like one percent. I give him that. You know what I'm saying? Five percent top twenty, but nah, bro. That's still something. Wow, that's just something. But really, it's really, a lot of people. You're really anti Kanye, huh? I'm not anti Kanye. I, I gave him his pop to all that shit he did. You know what I'm saying I just don't think he. My bad. You give ten percent to Common. Yeah, Common. Common did his thing. Also, also, you want to know what else I've been thinking about a lot lately? Um, do you remember back in 2010, 2011? Uh, one of those years, I think Watch the Throne came out. I don't remember 2010 to 2012. Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. Do you remember whenever the music videos came out, everything came out, what was people saying? Devil worshiping Illuminati. Devil worshiping Illuminati. Subliminal messages. Remember all that shit? Mm -hmm. So do y'all remember what Kanye recently said when he was at Joel Osteen's church? What? He confirmed it. He didn't say something. What did he say? He straight up said, Kanye said, and you can look this shit up. Kanye said, no, no, get the real quote. He Look said they are putting images into uh, into tel- into media mm-hmm. to uh, influence kids. Kanye said it. It came out of his mouth, and nobody said it. like it was completely quiet. It got awkward. Actually, like that that article because somebody put an article out went like totally unread. Everybody was focusing on all these other things about like Kanye and Joel Olstein. Like, I wish like I wish I could find a specific YouTube video. Uh... No, that shit like two hours long. That's the whole thing. I ain't going to the whole thing. Fuck that. Um, and the funny, bro, I knew I should have saved it because I saw it on YouTube somewhere. Uh, but yeah, Kanye straight up, he looked dead at the crowd and he was like, just so y'all know, uh, in Hollywood, they are putting images and putting different things into videos. And then it got real awkward and silent. He was like, y'all can research that if y'all wanted to. And then he just like moved on past it. So it's very funny that Kanye kind of loosely admitted there is a little bit of a secret society up top he controlling what loosely people do. Admit that. Well, I say loosely because it's not like he gave any specifics. You know what I mean? He didn't give well, no he names. Didn't he didn't give no anything like that. 
I wonder if this is. What did I click on? Yeah. I don't want to see Selma Hayek right now. I mean, I want to see her, but not right now. Go back. Yeah, that's correct his name. That's what? When he talked about the Chanks' name, he kept just calling on Kim Kardashian, which is an easy mistake because, like, she'd be going by that even though her name's Kim Kardashian West. Yeah. And Kanye just did the suitable thing. Like, it's how, how geeked up in church folks was. Like, yeah. Oh, and Kanye just did the sensible thing. Like, nah, it's Kim Kardashian West. Like, I don't know why that's even an article. Like, that just, that's a normal thing. Oh, here we go. You know, in my lowest points, you know, God was there with me and sending me visions and inspiring me. And I remember sitting in the the hospital at UCLA after having a mental breakdown and there's uh, documentations of me drawing a church and saying, writing, a, start a church in the, in the middle of Calabasas. And even after that, I went and made the, the Life of Pablo album. I said, this is a gospel album. And I didn't know how to totally make a gospel album. And the Christians that were around were too, uh, I would say beaten into submission by society to not speak up and profess the gospel to, you know, to me because I was a superstar. So, but the, the only superstar is Jesus. So, unfortunately, that ain't the clip. I'm gonna find that damn Jesus clip. said, ain't nobody good but God. Give all the praises to God. So, I don't get it. When you Christians, we saying Jesus this and Jesus that and Jesus himself said Aren't they, they all praises. The same. They're one and the same, some people look God. at. You know, see, they're not the same. God is God. Jesus was a man born. But they're all con- linked. We're all linked, you know what I'm saying? But they share the same consciousness. Either way, Jesus himself, no, heck no. Jesus himself said, I mean, all praise be to God. I'm nothing without God. To the most high. I don't know why people continue to dick ride that nigga. No, I'm uh, Well. Okay. You know, that's crazy. I was telling people, like, bro, Life of Pablo is trying to be a gospel album. And they didn't believe me. And I was like, bro, waves. Father, stretch your hand. And you rap about bleach buttholes? Uh, that was, Drake wrote that. So? He still rapped it? I mean, I guess he thought it was a Jewish bar. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go to your person. Ah, uh, by the way, I just realized that I spent a lot Dr. of time on Cornell Yeezy. West, a black activist. Doctor Cornell West, really strong freedom fighter. Even now, even now, he went to he's went to Harvard. He has went to Princeton. A graduate Princeton has a doctor's in philosophy. Teaches this uh, schools like Princeton, Harvard. He still protests. He was pro. He went. You know, he went to jail in like 2014 for protesting Michael Brown. What? Why does that sound familiar? Actually, I feel like I do know that. Like he's still out there. He's still out in the streets, still fighting a good fight. He had a little talk show thing with Tavis Smiley, which I want to say was in Chicago, but that could be wrong. He had a little uh, radio talk show thing. He had some like hip hop and spoken word albums. They had like Kanye West and Prince B features and things of that nature. Dude's just been like, man, he's like one of the longest freedom fighters. Like he don't get enough recognition. Like everything he just like he does and he speaks and like all the I don't like 
Cornell West is just like really he's one of the people like we talk about Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Farrakhan, but like Cornell West has been there. But like think different more of the difference of it is like is Cornell West is still an educator, you know? Like he's still very much an educator and speaks on uh, so many subjects and he talks so much about race and he tries to break down things about race and everything. And he was one of the people that showed me that like he was like Martin Luther, he was like Martin Luther King was a democratic socialist and nobody wants to talk about it. And he was talking, he was just like pointing out like this is how MLK, he was like there's multiple speeches of MLK talking about not liking capitalism. Yeah. And how capitalism hurts the community and is not good for the community. Right? And he was like pointing things out and breaking things down. He actually also uh, describes and goes in depth more about like how Bernie Sanders is as a person and a character. You know, because he was about like he was like really like pro Bernie and everything else. And he talks about like how what makes Trump the way Trump does because he's a philosophy teacher, he's a doctorate in philosophy. And he talks about with race and how things make people feel while protesting and going against certain things in the social stigma of racism. And he's just all in like like to go in depth. Like I get I can't think of like really times of Cornell West like to have those crazy you know things that like what is like. Shakur has done or Kanye West has done because he's always been there, right? Mm-hmm. And as a person, always been there. But like, even like in 2014, the man is protesting going to jail. Wow. Right? Like, and, not, and nobody really talks about it. Like, like this man, educator, teaches at Harvard. Out there still going to, you know. Still, it's very rare, too. Really rare. Like, he just, he's like in like the grinding effort talking about the thing, talk about social changes, right? And he constantly, like, breaks things down and explains racism, right? You know what? He, you know it's actually one of my biggest fears? Um, all of those type of people dying out. Like, we're getting to a point in time where I feel like the media sucks so many people up just to accept, accept the status quo mm-hmm. and to kind of fall in line and just get on that assembly line like everybody else, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To the point where I'm like, will there become a point in time where it's a completely lost battle and we are completely absorbed by capitalism? And what could you do about it? What is the point where it is literally no turning back and you are part of a system that you can't not change at all? I don't know. When I say you, I mean the people. That's true. Also, the thing, Cornell West has so many books. He, I'm surprised you don't have books on Cornell West, Jaren. Do you? No, I don't. Which really shocks me. Because he writes a lot of philosophy books, and he has so many. I think, like, the Black Theory and Marxism, Marxism is a big one. I think that's one of his first ones. I mean, I think that's one in, like, he came out in 91. I'm trying to think. Race Matters. That's the big one. He had a book in 93 called Race Matters. Race Matters. Huh. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm literally allergic to books. So. What? Yeah, you should you should probably get that, Javen. I'm reading. Bro, I hate reading books. I'm kind of stacked up right now. I got a while. I got a couple books. I, got, I just ordered. I got that Egyptian book of the dead. Man, they got scrolls of uh, hieroglyphs. Straight in there, straight, you know, straight glyphs, man. So you can get your own interpretation of it. You don't have to rely on anybody else. Uh, and I got a couple more comments. So, yeah, I'm kind of stacked up right now. I'm excited, though, for real. We'll get you a Cornell West book, son. 
Maybe one of these days. Man, get race matters. Eventually. Get race matters. You're going to have to remind I mean, I'll remind you every day. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Remind him all 28 days. Uh, I said, you get it. I can't read. Oh. He can't read. I don't read. You do read. Well. I just struggle. What are you doing right now? Do you not see what? Wait? Skimming. Looking for highlights. You not to see me like skimming. You not seeing the group chat? Me and Joe argue because I don't see something because I legit can't see it. And Joe get mad at me like he won't repeat himself. Like bro, you to me right now rereading this chat. You did not say this, and y'all be thinking like I'm joking, being lazy. Like no, I legit cannot find this. Shit, I was definitely thinking. I was like, why can't he see this? Y'all be thinking like, like y'all think I'll be like joking or being lazy. Like no, bro, I really I struggle with reading. Very like I struggle with reading. Like, Word. a lot of you people know that. Uh, now I'm old, I don't care. And I didn't know, like, I talked to my mom about it, and she struggles with reading. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. She has multiple doctorates. So we both, we, like, I don't know what goes on. Some people point out, like, I probably have ADHD or ADD, so it's hard for me to, like, read large texts. Mm-hmm. And I can just, like, I was, like, despite how many times, my comprehension is also terrible. I have very bad comprehension. I have to read things so many times before I grasp it. Not, nobody likes to believe it because they'd be like, oh, no, you did it. Like, no, I'd I be struggling out here. Why? You, that's why I'll be owning no books. I'll be struggling. I'll be struggling. To to gain how much knowledge I have is a struggle. Oh, you don't understand how much I go through. I read the same sentence at least 10 times. Sentence. Then I have to go on through the other thing. <laughs> On the bright side, they say if you read something seven times, you remember it. So, ten, you're doing good. No, no, no. That don't mean I, I grasp it. I have to read it ten times. I'm not sure if I can grasp it. Why do you think sometimes Justin starts talking and I just have to leave the chat? Cause no. Justin be saying head-ass <laughs> shit. So, that's that's reasonable. That is reasonable. When he hit me with that raciologist, oh, my God, I died laughing. I died laughing. Boy, I can't wait to he get on the show. That's going to be a treat for everybody. March episodes, right? Uh, I think, yeah. Probably. I think March or April episodes. Yeah, we should probably. I think it's March. Huh? Yeah, we should probably get a pull it off. Meet one weekend in February. Mm-hmm. I think we should. Yeah, yeah, with Cornell West, y'all got to check out. Check out his book, Race Matters. Check out his book, Black Theory and Marxist. He has great spoken word albums, hip hop albums. It's he has so many things to do. Like this man is still in the grind. He's still out there speaking, right? He is still doing it, and I think he's and I like him over the like the Jesse Jackson and the Al Sharpton because the following they have and how much little they actually do compared to what Cornell West with the little following he actually has shows a lot. Well, here's the thing: Al Sharpton was literally the feds, so there's that. Um, That's what Al Sharpton. We we talked. You talked earlier about people being implanted in the Black Panthers yeah. and people there set up by uh, the CIA and the FBI to infiltrate the Black Panthers because they had a fear of a an independent black population in the U.S. Al Sharpton was probably a part of that equation. He may not have been in the same operation, but here's the thing. And here's what I really want to point out with a lot of people, what they really need to start fucking doing deep thinking about. We talked about um, caring about what the president is. Not only is the president irrelevant to you and me, because he, he, historically, only deals with federal level shit at, you know, most, right? 
Not only is it irrelevant at that level, think about it. This motherfucker is in that office for a max, max of eight years. The head of the CIA ain't there for the max of eight years. You know, like, like, you get what I'm saying? These people have agendas that span way longer than a presidency. They like they think the, the shit that they think about in, in the CIA is not the same shit that the president thinks about. And the CIA also does not give a fuck about who sits in that seat. Not at all. They don't care about who the president is, because like I said, they know we're just going to deal. This is just a guy that we have to deal with for eight years. It's really not that important. I'm going to be here for the next 20 years, the next 30 years. So the way they view America and the U.S. is not the same as any of the presidents would view it. So there's also some more thought to think about. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. That sounds like Too Tall London coming in. <laughs> Got my from London. So, y'all? What up? Y'all can't see him, but that's London. Just think the if brother uh, Jabron evolved and lost his dreads. He like yeah. He looked like he looked like uh, he looked like John Henry. He looked like he do. He could, bro. John he looked like he the older brother. John, you remember John Henry? He looked country. He looked country strong. I told you he looked like he can pick up big bales of hay. He looked like and swing them. Now I look like what I look like, man. Y'all you look, you look like, like <laughs> <y'all not> <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro. You look like what Lil Nas X sound like. <laughs> Yo, he do. <laughs> he do. We about to wrap it up. Yeah, we about to wrap it up. It's time to eat or some shit. But uh, yeah, we got out here. Y'all, y'all got, bro. It's like almost six p.m. I ain't ate shit yet. Let's go. Uh, so yeah, any last thoughts? What you got? What you got? Uh, follow Man, stand up. Y'all gotta yeah. stand up and fight for some and do some. Like, and I think if anything, like, don't claim like you pro black and not stand up for some. Don't be claiming that. Like, if you don't want to be in this, you can live live a simple life and not really care that much about racism and everything else, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But if you gonna really claim it and you gonna like talk about black situations and all this and be supportive, then make a stance. Right, make it known. Right. Like I make it known. Right. I make it really known. I talk about it all the time. Right. And then people get really thrown out like, dang, doesn't really feel about this. Right. There's there's little things we can do to bring us closer and not oppress them. Not. OK. So I'll piggyback on that. You not only. And this ain't my final thought, but I just want to add on. Not only do you need to get involved, um, it don't take much. Like. If you don't want to get out there, you know, on the protest lines, you don't want to, you know, get involved in those things. Support. That's all you need to do. Like what he said earlier, buy black-owned products. If you have a friend that's doing a startup, support them. Don't ask for no discount. You know what I mean? Like, don't ask for no discount just because they're your friend. Like, support them. Help them get out there. And... What a lot of people don't think about is if you become that person, you will probably be remembered. And if they start becoming successful, you will be remembered. But if you don't at least do that little tiny action supporting someone legitimately without trying to ask for a discount on something, there's a chance they're not going to grow. You're not going to grow. And if they do grow, you're going to get left behind because fuck you. You use that person that kept trying to haggle me. 
I was just trying to make it. True. So if you don't want to get out there and you don't want to be a freedom fighter, like you said, that's cool. You can live a normal life. But the least you can do, the least you can do is throw a little bit of money at the people trying to uplift themselves versus throwing money at somebody who does not give a fuck about who you are, probably is racist against you. You don't know who the fuck that founder owner is. They probably don't like you anyways. You just a dollar sign. And uh, yeah, I just want to throw that little end on there. You got something? What's your final thought? Um, Come on, Swerve and Shakur. I don't have no final thoughts. Wow, he ain't got no final no, thoughts. I just want to say. He don't care about the black humanity. Wow. Y'all said everything. Buy black, you know what I'm saying? Live black. All black you get everything. money, try to live in a black neighborhood. You know Uplift the black neighborhood. If you got money, don't don't go and live in a black neighborhood. Make the black neighborhood better. Because that's different. Okay, if you live if you rich and you live in a black neighborhood, they still have those negative things to battle, right? You got to live. You, raise the property value. Patronize the black businesses in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. All that good shit. Um, yeah, just live, man. Live by example. That's all I can say. Live black examples. Great. I, I, I keep it real with you. You know what I'm saying? I, I got all the black professionals I can find, man. I just need the black light company. And we good. I swear to God, I know of one, but I don't know. But uh, my final thoughts are going to resonate back to the person I picked, Kanye West. So with that, I'll say a few things. One, just because a black person doesn't make a move that you necessarily agree with does not mean you need to completely write this person off or try to dissolve the legacy that they've already left behind just because they said, one or two things that you don't agree with that technically have no fucking weight on your life. I'll be honest with you. I think Kanye West wearing the MAGA hat was goofy, but at the same time, I definitely didn't lose sleep over it. Secondly, going back to Kanye West as well, understand we need to stop putting black people in boxes. You know what I mean? Stop assuming that if you don't fit in this box, then you are not black. Yeah, that is my head. You are stereotyping yourself. So at this point, you can't get mad when anybody else stereotypes you either. Uh Because if you live by those stereotypes, don't get mad when people think that's what it is. And like Cornell West, educate yourself. Yeah, educate yourself. Be an educator. Oh, I say that's the third thing. Stop running from education. Yeah. Like I said, I don't really read, but I, I I read what I need to to educate myself. I just don't be reading like novels and books and shit. Stop being out here being new slaves. Yeah, Kanye West said it a few times about being new slaves. Now, like he wasn't wrong. Like people don't really see where he's coming from with the new slaves thing, but you know that's that's another. That's a whole capitalism industrialism type fucking conversation right there. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. So yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Let's go party. All right, he talking about partying. I'm gonna eat first. Oh, yeah, let's go party. I'm hungry, but we out. We so out. yeah. Holler at y'all next time. God bless. Colors out.